Well, Lisa, you had a very busy day at the retreat center. Yes, I um, was put to work and... Um, <laughs> well, you requested to be put to no, work. absolutely. So just for clarity's sake here, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. No, definitely. And you cleaned up a cabinet. A you, little bit too well. <laughs> you, I don't think so. I think you did a good job. No, I think, yeah, I just... And, and the, well, you were following my instructions and, and yeah. I, I got in You didn't get in trouble. I got in trouble uh, with the bishop. Yeah. Not the bishop. The bishop of St. But my wife, yes. Yeah. So... Yeah. Uh, anyway, we are on to Psalm 45, right? Are you okay, Lisa? Yeah. Are you bleeding? I got strawberry juice all she over She is me. bleeding strawberry juice, y'all. On my white pants. Overly uh -oh. ripe. Let me see. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Can't take you anywhere. Well, these are really, I like these pants, but they're really old. So. Oh, well, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon okay. Dave and layperson lay Lisa, Lisa show. show. As we spiritually talk about strawberries on white pants, uh, pants that are really old. Yeah. They're probably, what, 20 years old? Like 15. Okay, that I did have a 21-year-old sweatshirt on today. It so was where, 2001. <laughs> folks, we need to take Lisa shopping. No, I like my clothes. Well, well we're comfy. Well, we're going to move on to yes, Psalm 45. For the leader according to lilies, a mascal of the Korahites, a love song. My heart is stirred by a noble theme as I sing my ode to the king. My tongue is the pen of a nimble scribe. You are the most handsome of men. Fair speech has graced your lips, for God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword upon your hip, mighty warrior. In splendor and majesty, ride on triumphant. In the cause of truth, meekness, and justice, may your right hand show your wondrous deeds. Your arrows are sharp. Peoples will cower at your feet. The king's enemies will lose heart. Your throne, O God, stands forever. Your royal scepter is a scepter for justice. You love justice and hate wrongdoing. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your fellow kings. With myrrh, aloes, and cassia, your robes are fragrant. From ivory panel palaces, stringed instruments bring you joy. Daughters of kings are your lovely wives. A princess arrayed in Ophir's gold comes to stand at your right hand. Listen, my daughter, and understand. Pay me careful heed. Forget your people and your father's house that the king might desire your beauty. Here is your Lord. Honor him, daughter of Tyre. Then the riches of the people will seek your favor with gifts. All glorious is the king's daughter as she enters, her raiment threaded with gold. In embroidered apparel she is led to the king. The maids of her train are presented to the king. They are led in with glad and joyous acclaim. They enter the palace of the king. The throne of your fathers your sons will have. You shall make them princes through all the land. I will make your name renowned through all generations. Thus nations shall praise you forever. Sounds like a wedding, Lisa. Uh, yes, it's a song for the king's marriage to a foreign princess. Right. But what struck me was the anointed, because we're all anointed um, by our baptism to be kings. What else are we, Lisa? We appointed. Are, so we are what? Anointed and appointed. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to go ahead and ex expand on that a little bit? Well, we are appointed. Um, we're anointed because of our baptism, and also thus thus appointed to go out and spread uh, God's love. And I think sometimes we forget that we're anointed. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah, and that's another conversation Bobby and I were having. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, what does it mean to you to be anointed? Uh, that we are the beloved children of God, the adopted sons and daughters, and that we have, um, through our anointing, um, a purpose, and uh, God gives us all that we need to fulfill this purpose. And often we don't think that we are 
equipped, but God calls. Wait, uh, God doesn't call the equipped; He equips the call. Wow, very good, Lisa. Yeah, that was a very detailed explanation of what it means to be anointed, which can also, in addition to all of that, yeah. right, that we have been made holy, sacred, set apart, like for that purpose, that mission. Our habitual grace. Right, that yeah. you talked about. So, so now, so can you expand? So now we've been anointed. Yes. So number one, anybody listening. Do you truly feel anointed? Mm. Because if you don't feel that way, take that to prayer. Yeah. Because you have been anointed. Yes. By your baptism, it is yes. an outpouring of this constant anointing of God in our lives, right? Yes. Where he wants us to go out and he appoints us. So yes. talk to us in more detail, Lisa, about being appointed. Well, I one of the things when you were saying that was um, maybe our listeners would like to try a little activation okay. where, you know, we just like say out loud, I am anointed, I am a beloved child of God, and then just ask God to uh, reveal how he feels uh, about us. And uh, I mean, I feel that's very powerful because I've had some pretty powerful experiences uh, right. doing that. So. Right. And well, what about the appointed part? The appointed, well, that's like uh, the uh, reading the other day when uh, Jesus sent out the apostles two by two, and we're called to do the same thing, to go out and bring um, more people to Christ. I think part of the reason why we don't live out this appointment is because we don't live out that and understand that we've been anointed. Anointed, yeah. Because if we really know that we're anointed by Christ, then we're going to go out and we're going to share him. Yeah. Right? Because we will realize that is, we've been appointed as disciples yeah. to go out and share the love of God with other people. Right. And and so those two, anointed and appointed, kind of go together. Hand in hand. So I'm going to yeah. switch gears on you here, Lisa. Right. So when I was reading this, it talks about the fact that, okay, the, the woman mm-hmm. has to leave, right, her mother and her father. Yes. And, and go to the king who is she is marrying. Yes. And so this is really hard for parents yeah. sometimes when their children get married. Well, even in, when we did grief for SMP, like that was one of the things people grieve over is losing their child to a marriage. Right. And it's really hard because even in the Bible it says, you know, that you will leave your mother and your father yeah. and you will cling to your spouse, basically. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly, I think, what this psalm is reiterating. Okay. And so as parents, you're right. We have to recognize that, well, they weren't ours to begin with. And this is, this is something that came up in the lessons on the Camino this past week. Mm-hmm. I mean... I don't remember which story it was, mm-hmm. but this loss of children or children who have left the church and have mm, not come back. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's another kind of loss. Yeah. And we as parents want to be in control of all of that stuff. Mm. But it's like the God gives us the free will. And this is what you've said. Like, God gives us the free will, so we have to give free will to other. Like, you know, even though uh, it's not what we want, they do. Uh, in order to love them fully you have to let them live their free will. Right, and here's the reality of it, and this is what I tell people. They already know what you believe. Mm. They already know what the right thing is to do. Yeah. And every time they see you, they're going to be reminded of that. Mm. But I asked this question to someone. I said, do they know you love them? And the person sat back. Because, so, you know, they, they, they know, hey, well, we want you to do this. And if, 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 if we don't do this, then we know that you're disappointed in us uh, or that you're not happy with us. So then they don't feel loved. Right. Yeah. So really, ultimately, our job mm. is to just love. Love them. Yeah. Right. Which yeah. is, isn't that what God does for us? Right. 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 Mm-hmm. And then the other part of this. Well, any other thoughts? I don't want to No, You don't have any other thoughts? Are you sure? Yeah. I thought in your Yankee attire, you would be like. 
just full of stuff, no? I thought I did have some stuff. You're still grieving the loss from last night. That's okay. So I think it was a loss from last night. I gotta the, check that. the other thing is the children, right? So yeah. he said that y'all will, y'all will have princes, right? Okay, That right. will rule over the different regions, which just sort of reminded me of, of, of what marriage is, right? It's intended to be unitive, where the two become one, okay. but also to create. Right. Uh, so they, they are to have family, and you know the family is the domestic church. Right. And we need strong families in faith. Definitely, yes. Right? But even with that, as we just talked about, mm-hmm. kids, when they get old enough or they get married, they're not going to church. Yeah. I asked everybody another question. Okay. I said, where were you in your faith life when you were the age of your uh, children? Yeah, don't we forget. Silence. Yeah, yeah. Silence yeah, came over. Yeah, yeah. Know? It's interesting. Yeah, there may be a few people that were like super strong in their faith. Yeah, yeah. But I know for me, yeah. I, I wasn't. Yeah, and yeah. And so I think sometimes we forget that this is a journey that God is working on. Yeah. And the big question, if you are one of those people that are struggling with this, with your children who are uh, falling away from the faith, my question to you is not what is God calling your children to do? What is God calling you mm. to do in this? Okay? And I'm going to tell you what it's not. Okay. He's not calling you to frustration. He's not calling you to anger. Yeah. He's calling you to love them. Yeah. That would be what I would submit to you. Yeah. So that's a good activation. Yeah. And it's um, also it, uh, reminds me of yesterday's podcast when we talked about perseverance because St. Monica had, you know, decades of perseverance and praying for St. Augustine to um, find God. And he sure did. Right. And we don't know the power of our prayer over time. Right. And, and that's the main thing we can do. Right. Is to, to pray. Yeah. Uh, even acts of sacrifice, yeah, uh, masses that are offered just for them, fasting, uh, yeah, fasting. All of these things are things that we can do, yeah, that are an outpouring of love, right, and and asking God the Father um, to intercede in their lives. But then, when here's the thing, here's kind of the litmus test on this: mm-hmm. when you go to see your children who have fallen away, do you have joy and peace, mm. or are you so consumed by the fact that things aren't right in your opinion with what they're doing, right? that that's where you are. Right. I'm telling you, I've been able to get to a point where it doesn't bother me at all anymore. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't mean that I don't care. Sure. It doesn't mean I'm not praying for sure. it. Sure. But it doesn't consume me. Well, you let the love fill you rather than the consumption of the why. And that's the thing. Yeah. The why, I love what you just said. The why is consuming. Yeah. Yeah. Our desire for them to do things on our timetable right. is consuming. Right. And so there's a piece of your heart that's being taken up. That space is being taken up with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. God doesn't want that. Right. I can say that emphatically. Right. He wants us to have peace and joy. And isn't that the permanent disposition of the disciple? Right. Well, and then just think like when we sin, that's we're turning our back on God, yet he is still there for us. He's still uh, chasing us, searching for us. So he doesn't... Um, turn his back on us so we can't turn back um, our backs on those that we love that have left the church and he doesn't force us and he doesn't force us right yeah all things are according to his will and his time and other people have free will but i think i think the really good point is is we just need to be patient yes as much as we i think we look back and we have regrets on wow if i had known how having a relationship with god at 50 or 60 or 70 
I know that now, yeah. how that would have helped me 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. I really want my kids to know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I want yeah. them to understand yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. But that's not the way of the world, and right. often it's not the way of God. Right. They, you know, I, I think sometimes it's the circumstances and the struggles that will bring our children to God. Yes. So we don't know what he's using yep. to work them back towards him. Right. It's a tough one. Yeah. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bali Bali, got to find the right place to pause this one, Lisa. I sure hope it was recording. It <laughs> oh was. Oh, my gosh. See you later. Yeah. <laughs>